Hi everyone! Welcome to Sorry I Think You're Muted, a podcast for teachers on how to keep the classroom running smoothly during a crisis like COVID-19. I'm Katie and in this edition, I will be providing a resource for elementary school educators on how to include five major themes into the classroom along with tips and strategies along the way in order to create a successful teleeducation classroom setting during the pandemic. The first theme is organization. This seems like a little thing to include in order to have a successfully run teleeducation classroom. But this is now more important than ever with no two children in the same room learning. Simplicity is key. I cannot stress this enough. At this elementary age level, you are going to be heavily reliant on parents. And parents have a million things going on. So simplicity is key to making sure that all your students at this elementary age are showing up and completing the assignments you want them to complete. This theme also can be further split into two areas. So organization for teachers and also organization of how parents should implement organization at their home during this remote learning process. So don't forget to share those strategies with parents after you listen to the whole podcast. Let's first start with how teachers can implement this theme in the classroom. The first way is through creating a website that serves as a hub page for families. This tool will provide so much help in simplifying and clarifying areas of where students are supposed to be, what they're supposed to be using, um, all of which will increase attendance because parents and students alike will be less confused on how and where to access the resources they need for their assignments. Moreover, to get everyone that consistent showing up feeling similar to the traditional classroom setting, it is important to mix things up at times and create a more fun and collaborative activities through not just lecturing on your synchronous times, but also allowing for times for activities like games so it's not just lecturing the whole time and instead is more engaging for everyone. Now let's get into our second theme for today. Our second theme for today is going to be discussing routine in the virtual classroom. This goes along with organization, the strategy prior, because 
With organization, you need a clear routine for parents and children so that they know when and where they are supposed to be at all times of the school day. Also, it is beneficial if you make these times similar on a day-to-day basis so that everyone is very clear on what is supposed to be happening. The first way to do this is through creating clear expectation. Setting aside time to create rules with your class and also interact about due dates is important. Oftentimes in a traditional classroom, you hear teachers reminding students several times a day when they have an assignment coming up at the elementary school age level. And therefore it is important to work out and figure out with your students a time and different rules of what you expect them to be like in your remote synchronous sessions during the school week. The second expectation that you have to make clear to students is participation in attendance. Some ways to make this happen in the classroom is through requiring students to participate at least one time or two times in each synchronous session. You can be flexible on this though, so it doesn't necessarily have to be students raising their hands and answering a question. It can also be through them using the chat feature located in Zoom or any other method in which they feel comfortable sharing answers to questions or sharing questions they have come across in their at-home learning environment. Furthermore, let's go into how you can include routine synchronously and asynchronously. I know a lot of um, school districts are using a combination of both synchronous lessons and asynchronous lessons that they can do on their own time. First, let's start with synchronous lessons. During synchronous lessons is probably the easiest time to include routine in the classroom. One of the best ways to start every day at this age is through morning meetings. Having everyone synchronously meet up in the morning every day will provide so much clarity on where they are supposed to be during each morning and also allow for the opportunity for any questions to arrive and just check in with students. Also, a fun little thing to do with these morning meetings, I know that my target audience is elementary school teachers, so have themes. Having themes every day of the week gets kids excited. 
This can be Monday memories tell me Tuesdays would you rather Wednesdays try it Thursdays and find it Fridays by having themes like this it provides a target for students to get them excited and comfortable with the classroom community having each of them share briefly one thing in relationship to the themes it is, it is important though that you set up parameters with this morning meeting check-in time just to make sure that it does not drag on forever and instead is short, concise, and gives the opportunity for everyone to share something they feel comfortable with sharing. Some suggestions for this are setting timers just to keep students on pace to, to finish and share what they need to share. The second strategy um, for synchronous learning is creating lesson overviews. By creating lesson overviews each and every week, this provides you a guide of what needs to happen throughout each day and more importantly each week in order to stay on pace with the curriculum. Um, this can be very beneficial to parents um, who may be working remotely while trying to tele-educate their kid. So by providing just an overview of what is happening each of the days, if their child needs help at any point, they are more than um, more than ready to help them with figuring out what they need to have their children helped with. And this can be done through simple weekly newsletters um, that are consistently organized the same way um, and sent out at the same time. So parents can just look for it. Um, if they have any questions on what is happening throughout the week um, and ask questions if they come across. The next important time to have during synchronous sessions is, and probably the last, is art breaks. Having time for art projects, similar to as if in a traditional classroom, is important. Um, many times kids in elementary school spend a far majority of the hours creating hands-on projects in association to the curriculum they are learning. And therefore, it is important to have that time built into the regular schedule um, so that roughly two to three art projects can be completed each and every month um, just to keep it feeling more like they would be in a traditional classroom. Some ways to do this um, in order to make sure everyone has their same resources available is including the supplies to these 
themes and projects you want to create with your students in their monthly distribution packets with materials and other necessary things they need for that month's learning. The second is asynchronous. During asynchronous times, routine is important because it allows for accountability on certain material and other elements in the classroom while you're not there as the teacher. For example, a way is through extra help. Extra help during asynchronous time can be tricky for a lot of teachers. Therefore, having resources to videos on troubleshooting the technology and also resources for extra help on the subject content like Khan Academy for Math will provide families of students a first step in getting the extra help they need before going on to the teach going on to office hours and extra help for the teachers during their limited time. Artlist.io Music licensing reimagined. Music licensing reimagined. Hi everyone, welcome back from that short break to Sorry, I Think You're Muted, where we have been discussing strategies to effectively tele-educate. The next theme we are going to discuss is engagement for your virtual classroom. Making the classroom engaging will keep the children behind the screen more active in the classroom community, therefore learning more information you present to them. You can achieve this by using interactive content. For specifics that work well with 
this idea of interactive content at the elementary school age level are scavenger hunts related to the material you are learning in the class. An example of this could be go find a noun in the room you are learning in and come back and share in two minutes. This gets the kids moving around their rooms and hands-on with the material. Another strategy you can implement is using virtual field trips, where you bring in a guest to interact with the class on something fun they wouldn't have exposure to if they were in the traditional classroom setting. Further, using methods like bingo and Jeopardy to synthesize content is a fun way to make sure the children are grasping the material they need. Next, you want to make sure you provide brain breaks for your kids. Some cool programs out there that children love for this are Fluency and Fitness and Kids Bop Dance Breaks. Intertwining these movement breaks will help improve the atmosphere of the classroom by increasing the energy levels again. An alternative to increasing the energy levels if you notice they are super energetic and are having trouble focusing are providing art breaks. These will refocus their attention but in a much calmer way than a movement break. Additionally, to increase engagement in the classroom, you should create a reward system for your class to treat your students when they are behaving appropriately and doing what they're supposed to be doing in the virtual classroom setting. This will enforce good behavior and keep it going throughout the rest of your teleeducation experience. Some simple rewards for individual students are lunch with a teacher, a free homework pass, student of the week, and if the whole class is compliant, you can offer up a fun Friday where you watch a movie with a class or have a virtual party, which also might be a good option to keep the whole class engaged in the material on a regular basis. Lastly, to increase engagement, you want to create an element of surprise to keep the students on the edge of their seats at all times. Some ways to do this are, inclu are including silly props into lessons and also sporadically dressing up as different things throughout the lessons will provide an element of surprise for the students that will get them more eager to learn the material. Finally, everyone, the last thing to implement in your remote classroom for successful teleeducation is support for students and parents. The first strategy to implement this technique is step-by-step -step instruction videos. Setting up these how-to videos for parents will save you, as an educator, a lot of unnecessary time going back and forth trying to communicate with parents on how to solve their issue. The second strategy 
for supporting the families of the classroom is to create drop-in times and parent meetings so that parents feel this sense of community and that they are not in this new education process alone, allowing them to communicate with other parents as well as the teacher any concerns or issues they have come across in their at-home learning situation. The second is to create check-in times. Check-ins should happen on average each week or every other week just to sit down and chat with students and families on what their kid is succeeding in as well as if there are any areas they need extra help in before it becomes too big of a problem to deal with remotely. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sorry, I Think You're Muted and this episode on themes and strategies to implement for successful remote education at the elementary school age level. Until next time, this is Katie. Stay safe, everyone, and good luck educating.